Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everyone, Roto World's Josh Norris here with another episode of the Roto World Football Podcast. In this introduction, I'm joined by my partner for this episode, as always, every Tuesday, Raymond Summerlin. Ray, what's up, man? Living the dream, my friend. How are you doing? Well, we're about to live the stream and talk about streaming quarterbacks later on. But first, Mm. Ray... We always have to talk about, one, people should subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, all that good stuff. It really helps us out. But two, Ray, I want to ask you something. Um, Because I get to see your beautiful face every Thursday on the Roto World Fantasy Football Kickoff Show on NBC Sports, presented by Kia. That's Uh, the Roto World Fantasy Football Kickoff Show, presented by (laughs) Kia. I want to ask you the last time you shaved. It it has been a minute. It has just, Um, Okay. (laughs) maybe maybe i think it started last november okay. for brovember and then that was that was it that was it well i'm going to try to sway you and get you to shave and one way to do that is by telling you that dollarshaveclub.com can give you one month off of their products if you go to dollarshaveclub.com slash rotoworld again ray that's just one month free. You know, I, I know probably part of it, Ray, was that you didn't want to go to, like, the drugstore anymore and, like, wait and, like, talk to people and ask them to, like, hand you these razors and then pay for them and, like, pay more than you thought you could. Does that all ring a bell? Do you know how expensive razors are? They're ridiculously expensive. Like, I, I would go through and I would just – I would get sticker shock sitting in the thing. And I'd say, I don't even have to shave. Why am I shaving? What if I told you you get one month for free, Ray? Dollarshaveclub.com. <laughs> slash Roto World, and they are cheaper. They get sent to you. You get to pick out which ones you want. Um, I chose the Executive Blade, Ray, and that. And, and along with that, I got to pick up the, the Shave Butter. If you had Shave Butter, Ray, would you consider shaving? Absolutely. And the if, if we could get a good deal on it, I'm telling you, my wife is 100% in <laughs> on the shaving. She, <laughs> she's in on it. Again, Dollar Shave Club dot com slash road world the first month for free all you have to do ray is pay for shipping that's it for that first month and after that it's just a few dollars a month instead of like the 20 at the drugstore and again maybe you wish you had the beard back you know you have beard envy there's no long-term commitment here with dollarshaveclub.com no hidden fees there's really no reason not to do it ray so dollarshaveclub.com slash road world one month free um but ray let's transition here 
Let's talk about running backs <laughs> and specifically. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sold. I'm going to <laughs> shave my beard right now. Specifically the Ravens running backs, Ray, um, because in this segment with you every week, we kind of mesh the weekend's news with waiver pickups from your waiver wired piece that comes out, I guess, really every Monday night. And then you'll get it Tuesday morning. Everyone will read it then. Um, the Ravens running backs, I mean, they, they, I think Terrence West played, what, over 80% of the snaps? What do you see with him moving forward along with Kenneth Dixon returning from injury? Well, you know, it's with West, I think that the first important note is that the numbers haven't been there or weren't there. He's playing way fewer snaps than Justin Forsett. But he was getting more carries, and he was looking more effective with those carries. He hasn't, despite the numbers, he hasn't looked bad. It's just that the Baltimore running game is, is not that good. That obviously changed against the Raiders. He came out and he exploded. It was really the first time that any Ravens running back had looked good all season. Now they get Kenneth Dixon back this week. This is a really interesting situation from a fantasy perspective, Mm -hmm. especially since there aren't many good options out there for running backs. The problem is, as we move forward, is that we're probably going to devolve into something similar to what we saw from West and Forsett in the first three weeks between West and and Dixon. Now, Dixon's a better might be a better player than Forsett. I think he probably is. I think you would say that at this point <laughs> he's a better player than Forsett for sure. But either way, this is a timeshare in a bad running in a bad um, rushing attack behind a bad offensive line that's kind of banged up at this point. The good news is this week they get the Redskins, and the Redskins are right. atrocious against the run. I mean, the Browns ran all over them. Both Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson looked amazing, and that had a lot to do with them. I think they're both good players, but that had a lot to do with the defense. So we'll, we can use both of these guys, West more than Dixon, so we'll see until we see what Dixon's role is this week. But after that, they get the Jets and the Giants, the Giants, then the Jets, and then the bye week. So this is a situation where I think people are going to be too excited about both of these players and maybe spend too much than they should. They're the top pickups of the week. But that has a lot more to do with the week than I think it does the players. I think you mentioned not getting too excited. And I'm like trying not to be because you're talking to one of Kenneth Dixon's like biggest supporters out there. Right. I had him as a top 32 prospect last spring, the number three running back in the class behind Elliott and Derrick Henry. Um, But I'm with you. I mean, it looks like they're going to move forward with Terrence West. But I'll say this. If there is any passing down work to be had, it's not like Buck Allen's been having it. it, I would say Kim Dixon might get it. And we know how often Joe Flacco in this offense has passed in the past. Wow, that was weird. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, until he gets a – not a full workload, but maybe even just 50-50, which we didn't see this past week, there's nothing to be too excited about, you know, because I, I don't think Kim Dixon's one of these, like, highlight reel players who's just going to, you know, maximize just a handful of touches. That's not him. But are you saying, Ray, that both should be added in the meantime? Yeah, I mean, I think I wasn't on the Dixon needs to be owned in all leads bandwagon last week because I thought that it would be a three-headed monster whenever mm-hmm. he came back. Now that Forsett, I mean, what's going to happen to Forsett? He might get cut. We have no idea what's going to happen with him. But now that it looks like he's out of the picture after being a healthy scratch, Buck Allen was a healthy scratch the first three weeks, so obviously they're not heavily invested in him. I think that Dixon's going to be at worst the number two. And if you're the number two in that situation with just Terrence West ahead of you, who I'm a fanboy of. That's funny. It's two of our two of our fanboys here of West and Dixon. But I I think that West can hold on to the lead job. I don't know if Dixon, I know you think he's a three down guy. I don't know if they really envision him doing that, but his uses in the preseason week three suggest that maybe they did. 
So all of that means that he needs to be owned, but I think that just expectations need to be tempered. And I guess that would be the overarching point I'm trying to make. Let's shift over to a backup running back that, Ray, you and I absolutely love in Bilal Powell, but he hasn't received many opportunities prior to this week because Matt Forte was one of the true bell cows throughout the league. And I think he rushed for or had more touches than almost at any point, uh, more than any point in his career during those first three weeks of the season. Um, and in the fourth I don't want to say predictably, but um, went down with an injury. Um, Is there any update to his status? And how do you kind of view Bilal Powell moving forward? Well, we haven't to this point heard anything about Matt Forte. We record this on Monday afternoon. So maybe some news will come out before this, before you're listening to this. But the rumor was, or I guess the report was, he was being carted to the x-ray room, which doesn't sound good. So I guess we'll get more news about it as the week goes on. Even if Matt Forte is healthy, this is a situation where it seems like Powell is starting to get more work. He's had 10 touches in each of the last two weeks. He had nine targets against the Seahawks. When they're behind, when they were behind against the Chiefs and when they've been behind against the Seahawks, he started to get more work, kind of taking over that third down role that I think we thought he was going to have at the beginning of the year. Right. And and frankly, he's just looked better than Matt Forte. What he looked like last year when he really exploded onto the scene at a different level than we had seen him throughout his career. He had been a jag before last year, and then he just kind of burst on the scene with lightning quickness, and you just said, well, who was that guy that was just shot out of cannon? And you were shocked that it was Bilal Powell. He still looks like that this year. He's he's a, I think at this point, maybe not a better running back. I don't know if he, you know, because Matt Forte is just, got that Frank Gore quality where he's just always going to get everything. But if you need someone in the open field, Powell is looks better in the open field. He looks better as a pass catcher. I would agree with you. I think that he is going to get, I think he's going to start to get more work, even if Forte is healthy. And if Forte is not healthy, we look at their schedule coming up. They get Pittsburgh this week. They get Arizona. They get Baltimore. It's not a great schedule, but he's the, if Powell's the lead back on that offense, I mean, we're talking about running back two at worst. So I think that this is a situation where I'm going to add Powell now if he was dropped in your league and kind of see how it plays out the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I sit next to a Jets fan at work, and it's like every week during the offseason I would ask him, well, what do you expect for Forte and Powell, how the shares line up? He thought it would be 50-50 like we talked about, um, but it obviously hasn't been. And you mentioned it, but all Powell's an outstanding back, or at least better than Matt Forte in the open field. And I actually thought – Forte looked kind of lethargic at times in that area, even though they kept using him over and over and over again. Um, but I, next week they have the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we know how much uh, receiving yardage the Steelers have given up to receiving backs, and we know Powell's very good in that area, so that's something to watch for as well. Um, let's shift gears to maybe some streaming quarterback options this week, Ray. Um, who are your favorites? I mean, this is always a topic, and it's worked in previous weeks, and sometimes there have been some Um, surprises but you have any favorites already for this week well let me just say it's a tough week because we have four teams on by among them are you know drew Brees is in that list there are a couple others in that list so this is a tough week in that respect it's a tough week because carson palmer's probably not going to play we don't know what's going to happen with cam newton so it's one of those situations where kind of all of the stars aligned for this to be an important week for quarterback streamers and unfortunately there aren't many great options the best option in my opinion, is very clearly Carson Wentz, who gets the Lions. They've given up 12 passing touchdowns already. They just gave up 302 yards and two touchdowns to Brian Hoyer. He gets back Zach Ertz this week, and the Lions, they give up touchdowns to tight ends like you know Candy at Halloween. Oh, so Zach like, Ertz, yay. So there's, like, there's so <laughs> many things pointing to Carson Wentz 
I, 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 I sense that that was sardonic, but we'll move <laughs> past it. But the, but even if it's just not for this week, even if you have a buy coming up in the next couple of weeks, Carson Wentz faces four of the bottom 12 quarterback defenses in the next six games. If you're looking for someone through the bye weeks, I think that he's the top option. I think he should probably be owned Mm -hmm. in 12-team leagues. That's kind of what his schedule looks like moving forward. I know that you disagree about this. No, I I don't necessarily. Like From a a fantasy perspective, I absolutely agree with you in that um, the situation that Carson Wentz is in and the outcome of all those pieces is what we see in, in numbers. And it's been awesome. And I'm not going to, like, crap on Carson Wentz here at all. Like, he's played really well. What I'm saying is I think that um, the head coach, the offensive line, the defense, the field position, the turnover differential, everything has really led to this being a a perfect um, recipe for success, if that makes sense. Um, So there's a lot of misdirection. There's a lot of screen games. There's a lot of stuff that line of scrimmage. But when he is asked to go downfield, he's converting because of offensive line play and well-defined reads, in my opinion, and accurate throws and accurate throws. So from that perspective, Ray, I don't disagree with you um, because I, I do think the sum of all the parts here is really good, especially with the Eagles getting healthier in offense. Yeah, and I think that's the point. I, In fact, if you... If you listen to every th- reason I laid out for Carson Wentz, I didn't have anything to do with him and his ability. As an, it's just as at an some individual. Point, <laughs> exactly. At some point, it's just the matchups are perfect. And and they are. Over the next six and even nine weeks, they get the Seahawks, I think, in week 11. Then the schedule is great. And so he's somebody I think you can target. Joe Flacco's kind of like that as well, except that he hasn't been – he hasn't really taken advantage of his matchups at this point. He's been fine, hasn't been great. But through the bye weeks, he's going to be start worthy. With John Fox saying that Brian Hoyer's basically, he basically said Brian Hoyer's going to keep the job, even when Jay Cutler's healthy. That's big for Hoyer. He's topped 300 yards and has two touchdowns and each of his two starts. And this week, he gets the Colts defense, which is traveling home from London. They're going to play the week after the London game, which I can't ever remember that happening. And I remember. When right. I got home from Europe, how terrible I felt for a week. So I think that this is a situation where the the Brian Hoyer might be able to find a lot of success. And then if you want to go deeper than that, Ryan Tannehill is not really a deeper play. I, I'm whatever with him. It's kind of like the Titans are better than people think, but he is getting him at home. And if you need someone, he's there. But I actually think whoever starts for the Broncos is very interesting. I was about to ask about Paxton Lynch or Trevor Simeon. Yeah, against the Falcons who... You know, we saw what they did to Carolina last week. That was almost like a blitzkrieg situation. They still didn't get much pressure on Cam Newton. That was what was so worrying about that performance is that the Falcons still weren't really getting pressure. They struggled to get pressure. I think that Simeon, I'd like Simeon better. I trust Simeon more at this point. But even if it's Lynch in this week with so many injuries, with so many bye weeks, I think that I can get behind Paxton Lynch in a deeper league as a streaming option. And the same could be said for Derek Anderson if Cam Newton doesn't play. If you're a Cam Newton owner and you want to take it all the way to Monday night, the Bucks' pass defense is really bad. And Derek Anderson has been a competent quarterback at times in his career. So I think if, if you want to play it that way and you're a Cam Newton owner, I don't think that that's a bad option either. Finally, Ray, let's end it with the deep cuts. As always, this is giving you some names or all the listeners some names in previous weeks that you took advantage of, now you're kind of in a a step ahead of the rest of your competition. Um, any names for this week, Ray? Well, I don't think I don't know if this is a deep cut because he went for 120 How yards and a touchdown. <laughs> but but Dontrell Inman is only owned in two percent of leagues. Oh. I had the most targets on the team against the Saints. 
Um, he's still probably behind Benjamin and Tyrell Williams, so Travis Benjamin and Tyrell Williams. And it really wasn't all roses last week. I mean, the touchdown had a lot more to do with the Saints' inability to play zone coverage than it had to do with his talent, and he dropped a pass which would have converted a first down on the final drive. But he got the targets, and as long as someone gets targets like that in a solid passing game, then there's someone I'm at least willing to add in, in a speculative way. And, I mean, they have a they have a good matchup this week against the Raiders. So he's somebody I'd be looking at. Is he strictly a slot guy? No, he played. he's been playing all around the formation. They've okay. kind of been moving all of them all around. I mean, I think he primarily plays in the slot, but his touchdown – I know came off the left side, and I saw him play on the outside quite a bit against the Saints. Robbie Anderson's an interesting name with Eric Decker likely out a while. He's a number three in New York now. That gave him six targets last week, so if you're in a deep league, he's maybe somebody. And then Daniel Lasko, who was somebody that I liked quite a bit coming out, it looked like that if he hadn't jumped ahead of Traveris Cadet and Tim Hightower in the pecking order, he had he had kind of inch closer to them. Now, none of those guys are going to have value as long as Mark Ingram is healthy, but Ingram always misses games. I don't think he's played more than 13 games in a season except once. So Daniel Lasko in really deep leagues is just a speculative ad to see what happens. I think that he's an interesting guy to keep, at least keep an eye on moving forward. And Lasko is a spark stud, the most athletic running back, like real running back. We're not talking about like Odell Beckham's brother or whatever here um, in the, in last year's draft in last spring's draft. Um, and he looked like it on his touches last good. week. You go back and watch his touches. He he looked like that athletic guy last week for sure. Yeah, he was one of those like during the draft process or during or during the season like eh, he didn't do so much, but then he goes to the East West Shrine game, so he's at least on the radar. And then his workouts come out, and they're the type of workouts that make you go back and recheck everything. And you realize that in that system, when he actually does get to the second level, um, he's a athletic freak. And so it lines up. So, yeah, I'm with you on Daniel Lasco, a big, a big, big fan of his. And he was playing with a hip injury, right? Or some kind. Yeah. It was, I believe it was a hip injury, yep. right? Yep. Um, cool, Ray. Uh, thanks so much, man. And uh, if for everyone else out there listening, if you don't check it out, check out Ray's Waiver Wired column, which is up when you're listening to this, obviously on Tuesdays. Um, and watch Ray and I on the Ritter World Fantasy Football Kickoff. That's the Roto World Fantasy Football Kickoff. (laughs) On NBCSports.com. And and Ray and I will tweet it out just, you know, a couple of times here and there. It's actually really fun. Uh, Ray and I and Paul Burmeister have, have a really, really great time on Thursdays. So, Ray, I will talk to you then, my man. Sounds good. Talk to you then. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. 
Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.